Well, the dual citizenship saga is back in full force and this time it's Labor's turn in the spotlight. Earlier today, the High Court removed Labor Senator Katie Gallagher from Parliament after finding she was a UK citizen at the time of the 2016 election. Ms Gallagher maintains she did everything required to renounce her citizenship before nominations closed ahead of the, po- ahead of the poll. But the renunciation was not finalised until months after she was elected. The Daily Telegraph's national political reporter, Kyla Lusikian, was in court and he joins me on the line. Hi, Kyla. Hello, Miranda. How are you? So tell us what went on this morning. Very exciting. Well, it sounds very exciting, but it actually was over in a matter of, of seconds, really. <laughs> um, you know, uh, Susan Kiefel gets up, says... Yeah, that's it. And Katie Gallagher is a senator no more. And it's um, it was something that I think most people uh, seem to, you know, that Labor must have known it was coming. It was Judgment Day. Bill Shorten has been talking about, you know, how his how his entire party have, have been doing this this amazing job of vetting their their candidates and making sure everyone's above board. And today was really the day that that was shown to be completely untrue. And and subsequent to Katie Gallagher leaving. Uh, three other Labor MPs have, have, have since quit. It's quite incredible, isn't it? Now, Katie Gallagher referred herself to the High Court in December. What was her argument throughout this? The, the argument that she has put up, as well as all the other Labor MPs, is that they did everything that was reasonable in, uh, in, in presenting themselves at the time of the election, which is that they, that they put in their renunciation forms um, to, the, uh, to, to Britain, and they even, in fact, paid the fee to, to renounce their citizenship. Um, but what had happened is that uh, that had happened before the election, but there was no confirmation that they were actually that renounced their dual citizenship until after the election. So that, I guess that was the issue, the, the central issue. Mm. And so how long was Ms Gallagher a British citizen before the UK Home Office uh, registered her renunciation? I believe it was about a month before mm-hmm. uh, they had they had confirmed it. I, I mean, some of these people you have to feel a little bit sorry for. Um, so, so one of the MPs in, in Fremantle actually put in his um, renunciation form the day that he uh, also put in his application to be the you know the member member in that area it was a very last minute type of thing. Mm. You know, did what he could. Um, but it didn't come back to him in time. But, however, I mean, we could feel feel sorry for as many people as we like, um, but the law is the law, mm. and, and that's what the High Court said today. That's right. That was Josh Wilson in Fremantle, which is that's a right. fairly safe seat, isn't it? But um, how, how do you think Labor will fare in the other seats, particularly in Longman, which is quite a marginal seat in Queensland and right next door to Peter Dutton Territory? That's right. Well, Longman was, is, is quite a difficult one to, to say because... Um, You've got you've got obviously uh, Labor and Liberal fairly close. Um, White Roy, of course, was the member there before, uh, but but Susan Lamb was elected actually um, off uh, off uh, One Nation um, preferences and some Nick Xenophon preferences. Mm. So it's it's a bit of a confusing uh, picture to see what, what's going to go on there because it is very very marginal. Um, there are of course other seats as well. Rebecca Sharkey, she's not a Labor MP. She's from Nick Xenophon's uh, team. Um, she's also resigned today, and that seat uh, apparently um, Alexander Downer's uh, daughter uh, Georgina is interested in running for the Liberal Party there, and she would be a very strong candidate if she did actually put her hand up. Well, of course, that was Jamie Briggs' old seat of Mayo uh, in South Australia, and that uh, used to be quite a safe Liberal seat. That's right. Yes. So it's um, it's definitely one that the, that the Liberal Party can win if they manage to make inroads and or win. Uh, in Longman and and perhaps even make some inroads 
in in Justin Kay's uh, seat in Tasmania, the name of which I forget at the moment. But they, could, you know, this, this, that's right, that's right. Sorry, um, they could really, um, you know, uh, make some inroads in terms of Bill Shorten. All of a sudden, the pressure would be on him more than it is even today on his leadership and and on on the direction that the Labor Party is going because they've had this long period of of being up in the polls, and if they can't capitalise on that, then maybe they need to look at a different leader. Mm, and the government has really been struck by a rainbow, hasn't it? Yes. I mean, of course, the caveat to all that is this is all very much uh, down the track. But it is it, that this has now opened up as a possibility, of course, because for all this time, Bill Shorten has been telling us, oh, don't worry, everything is fine. You know, we, yeah. we, are, the, we are the grown-ups. We're, 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 you know, we've been sensible and it's been shown to be completely untrue today. Blown up in his face. That press conference today was just a debacle. He was really under pressure and flailing. Well, the, the backstory to that is he held a very similar press conference, uh, he and, and, and Mark Dreyfus, um, a few um, months ago. And and the journalists at the time there were, were, were quite, um, you know, quite aggressive in asking, well, why is it that you've got all these questions about your MPs? Why don't you just refer them that kind of thing, and at the time, you know, the, the Labor was being very aggressive mm-hmm. in in, the, in 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 hitting back, saying, "Well, that's ridiculous. You know, who are you? Do you do you have do you have some sort of you know constitutional law background to be asking those questions?" Actually, there was there was another MP, um, another Tasmanian MP. I think it's Brian Mitchell, who who was caught on camera basically abusing a journalist who was trying to ask ask Justine Kay. Um, a question about you know about her citizenship. And he called them, I think he called them grubs or something like that, mm. just for asking a, a pretty basic question. So at the time, I think there was a lot of unease as to why uh, why they were being so so very aggressive about it. They, the Labor Party expected journalists to ask the same tough questions about a, a number of um, a number of Liberal MPs that they had identified as perhaps having dual citizenship. But but if the same thing was put put back on them, it was met with kind of ridicule. Or, mm. you know, so you see the tactics answer. there, don't you? It's very interesting. It's they've, they've shown their hand. I mean, I saw today Mark Riley from Channel 7 said to Bill Shorten, just how much of a goose do you feel today? <laughs> well, he, he, he bought um, quite a lot of... Um, the the uh, aggressive behaviour oh. of, of uh, at that at that first press conference, I think it was him who they were saying, well, you know, do, what have you got? You know, do how would you know? Are you some sort of expert in the in the field? Are you going to decipher the constitution for us or something along those lines? So oh, I can see why he was why he was relishing in it. You know, that's why it's great to talk to you, Carlo, because we get all <laughs> the inside poop. Now, just last question, um, Katie Gallagher, has she said anything or made any statement after the ruling? She only made a statement to say that she was disappointed and, of course, she understood and she'd leave immediately. I mean, I get the, the interesting thing that came out today was was this, this line by, particularly by Bill Shorten, that th- this was a new precedent that the court had set. You know, every everything w- was above board until this morning and then out of nowhere, you know, the court decided, well, let's throw away 20 years of how we've been operating and, and put in a new set of rules. Now, I don't think that's accurate. Mm. Um, you know, I, I, I'm obviously not a constitutional lawyer, but it seemed to me from the, from from reading their judgment that what they were saying was, you know, there's no reason to change what we've been doing. So, you know, all these MPs are now apologising, um, and uh, perhaps it's time that Bill Shorten does as well. Mm. And all those entitlements and salary that they reaped in that time that they were sitting and ineligible. That's exactly right. Mm. Well, thanks so much, Kyla. Great to talk to you. Anytime.
And of course, that was Kyla Lusikian, who's our state, uh, sorry, not state, federal reporter. And um, you're listening to Miranda Live. I'm Miranda Devine, coming to you live from the Daily Telegraph newsroom in Sydney. And we'll talk to Michael Sukar, the assistant treasurer, in a minute. And after that, Andrew Lee, the, his shadow assistant treasurer. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? <laughs> <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. <laughs> Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from.